Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Kia ora. For Eyewitness and RNZ, I'm Justin Gregory. Contrary to popular belief, All Black Buck Shelford did not lose a testicle while playing a rugby test match against France. But Colin Pine Tree Meads really did play almost an entire game with a broken arm. This moment of legendary toughness, or madness, take your pick, happened in 1970 when the All Blacks were in South Africa playing warm-up games ahead of the Test Series. South African rugby chief Danny Craven had expressed the hope that the provincial teams would soften up the All Blacks for the Springboks. The New Zealanders' next game was against Salad Dwellers' Eastern Transvaal, a team they didn't know that much about. But halfback Sid Going tells me that the All Blacks knew right from the first whistle that they were in for a fight. Oh, absolutely. Every tackle was a physical tackle. They ran into you hard. And that's how Captain Brian Lahore, later Sir Brian, remembers it as well. Yeah, they were switched on all right and uh, very physical and, uh, you know, they weren't too worried about uh, uh, how they won or how they beat us. They were about to do that, uh, you know, come hell or high water. The rucks and mauls, uh, they were pretty brutal, yeah. Because in those days the rucking um, was more prominent. So if you put a guy on the deck, you would go over top of them with the boots and all, not kicking, but rucking. Clearly, they weren't worried about uh, who was on the ground when they when they uh, came came at you. I can't recall, you know, it being absolutely dirty, but it was pretty physical. The line for me has always been, uh, you know, if you get kicked on the ground um, or somebody has a crack at your head, uh, those sort of things for me. No, no. Our response was, uh, we're going to give them everything we've got. There's no way we were going to back off. The All Blacks had never won a series in South Africa. This was their first tour there since 1960, when the Republic's racist apartheid laws prevented Māori players from being selected, sparking the No Māoris, No Tour protest movement back home. Seven years later, the New Zealand Rugby Union refused an invitation to send another whites-only team. But by 1970, a compromise acceptable to some had been reached, and players like Sid Going were permitted entry to South Africa as honorary whites. Amidst protest at home, the All Blacks left for the tour. Sid Going, for one, believed that they would win. We didn't ever went uh, thinking that we couldn't win, but we knew it was going to be a difficult one. We definitely went there with the intention of, of winning. Brian Lahore was less convinced. I don't think we were ever expected to win. Um, it hadn't happened previously, uh, but we had a pretty good side and uh, we were expected to make a pretty good showing and, and dur- during the series. And I thought, you know, probably before I left, I, I felt, you know, it was 50-50. The All Blacks won all of their warm-up games and were feeling confident ahead of the looming first test. While the Eastern Transvaal tactics were challenging, first 5-8 Earl Curtin says the ABs had a plan to cope. There was a pack between the forwards and the and backs, in a sense, and it was part of the team angle and spirit. 
that the forwards said that they would um, cover up the back. You you hang on to the ball, boys, and the backs. You backs hang on to the ball. We'll get there. And we were getting hell knocked out of us. And there were boots flying everywhere in the bottom of the rucks. And, he, and all I could remember him saying was, he said, he said to me, he said, SH, he said, yes, he says, it's like duck shooting season down here. He said, all over the bloody place. Curtin says what happened next was partly his fault. So I went down on the ball. He said, oh, coming up, Conchie. And then I heard a whack, and um, someone had booted his arm where he had his arms around me, hugging me almost on the ground to cover me up. An X-ray would later show a complete break close to the wrist in Mead's lower left arm. Got up after it, and I had a look, I said, heavens, that was a whack. He said, I got booted in the arm. He said, I can't feel my fingers. And I said, uh, oh, sugar, uh, I mean, heavens. Oh, shit, but you haven't broken it, have you? And, I, and he said, well, I don't know. I said, well, is it numb? I said, well, maybe you've hit the funny bone. I wouldn't worry about it yet. See if it starts to come right. And if it doesn't, I said, we're in trouble. And with that, the, the great man played on. And four decades of debate about whether the kick was intentional or not began. Many felt that Meads was targeted by the opposing team, so Brian is diplomatic. How do you tell whether it was accidental or, or, or uh, on purpose? But I assume that they knew whose arm it was. But, uh, I mean, I didn't see the incident. It probably was a deliberate kick, but there's no way of proving that. You know, you just got on with it. The carnage continued. Twelve All Blacks in total would be injured, including Sid Going. Brian Lahore went into the game with a broken hand and came out with something more. Oh, I got a broken nose as well, I think, that particular day. Oh, it was pretty brutal, yeah. They obviously set out to disrupt us, and they thought that was the way to do it. Well, I think they were sent out to make sure that they knocked a few guys out. A pine tree cop the boot that might have got me in him, and, and they were going to sort of make sure that the test players got roughed up a bit. I mean, it's always been the South African way. And I mean, you don't worry, you, you, you accept that, it's part of the competition and you respect them, they're mad, keen on their rugby and they love it. You know, I back my players against anybody if they want to play that way, well, uh, you know, we can deal with that, but we'd never go to, we'd never stoop to the level of, um, you know, beating somebody on the ground. But it didn't do a lot for Collins, uh, uh, you know, next week or two. After 20 minutes, Colin Meads went to the sideline for help. The doctor who inspected his arm said he thought it might be a pinched nerve. Meads went back onto the field, but Sid Going knew he wasn't right. He was hampered because he couldn't um, use that arm. You know, he couldn't use it as a leverage. He couldn't use it as a ball winner. He he played most of that game with it up against himself. He thought, and probably the coaches thought at the time, well, you know, you're better running around there doing something you might get in somebody's throat might be able to use one hand to pull somebody down. It's quite stupid, really. Earl Curtin says no one had the time to notice how anyone else was getting on. Everyone's so busy doing one, your own job, and then when you do have a bit of, when you are going well, that is, the team's going well, you might have enough time to have a look and see what's going on and who else is of, of good value or who's doing a bit of, of the hard yards and playing well, and then, and then you sort of have an appreciation of it afterwards, but in the heat of the of the moment, you don't you don't have too much time to sort of think about it because you're worrying about making sure that you're performing well yourself, and then the team will go well. For the sake of the team, he'd sort of battle on and think, oh, well, should we right? 
because he's so tough. I mean, most things with him always were right. The rules had recently changed, and Meads could have gone off and been replaced. It was Captain Brian Lahore's call, and he says if he'd known the arm was broken, Meads would have been off like a shot. Oh, true, absolutely. If we'd known how serious it was, you know, he'd, he'd have been gone. We didn't have a tour doctor with us. We had to take, you know, there may have been a doctor on the sideline, but he wasn't our doctor. So, and that was a, a distinct disadvantage when you had injury in the camp, you know, to have your own doctor and, and, and be able to monitor its pro- progress uh, it was is pretty important. And that's why now they have their own massage man, a physio, a doctor. You know, that's three medical people uh, involved with the, the teams now. We had none. We didn't want him to uh, go off, obviously. He was a very important a member of our side. And Did he want to go off? Pointy never wants to go off, no. <laughs> In the end, Colin Meads played more than 70 minutes with a fractured forearm, and the All Blacks won 24-3. Legend has it that when a doctor confirmed the break, Pintree said, at least we won the bloody game. But while Eastern Transvaal lost the battle, they might have done enough to win the war. Colin Meads was out of the first test, and Sid Going says the loss was huge. Well, it was a big blow for the team. He was our dominant man. Uh, you know, that was likely to be his last, probably, tour. Earl Curtin firmly believes that Meads had to get right for the remaining tests, and as soon as possible. But he was too important not to play, so he bravely battled on through the rest of the tour with a cast around his arm. Now, some said he shouldn't have, and some said he should have. Well, you know, it was really down to the man and the fact that he was a wonderful attribute to, for the team. It's a wee bit like um, uh, they feared him and they respected him, the South Africans, and so he needed almost to take the field for that reason alone. And the same could be said, too, of, um, of Murdoch in the last test when he had a, um, appendicitis. Pintree told him that he could not, not play. Meads missed the first two tests, which were shared one all. Wearing a protective shield on his forearm, he returned for the last two, but New Zealand lost them both, and the series as well. So was the Meads injury the reason the tour was unsuccessful? Brian Lahore says no. We just had bad games on, on critical days. We seemed to save our poor performances for the test matches, and particularly the third test, we, we played poorly. Um, and I'm not going to blame any particular players. I think there was quite a, quite a few of us that uh, you know, didn't play to the level that we should have. Most of the provincial teams that we played, and, we, and none of them really worried us a great deal. But put on a green jersey and they were different, different people. They played very well in that first test and deservedly won that. The second test we should have won by quite a considerable score because we, were, we did play better than them, but again, it was, it was reasonably close. And the third test, we played poorly, and the fourth test, just the ball would not bounce for us. We, we so many times had the line open and one to beat, and the ball would bounce into his hand instead of one, you know, three or four other guys that were there. So that was really the ball game. Colin Meads went on to play for the All Blacks until 1971. He returned to South Africa as coach of the Rebel Cavaliers Tour in 1986 and later accepted a knighthood. His courage in playing on with a broken arm has gone into all-black lore and legend, while the rights and wrongs of the incident will continue to be debated. But as Pintree himself said, what isn't up for debate is the result. They won the bloody game. You've been listening to Eyewitness on RNZ National. 
If you enjoyed this story, please write a review or rate us on iTunes. You can subscribe or listen to every Eyewitness podcast on iTunes or at radionz.co.nz forward slash series. And while you're there, we'd invite you to dip into any of the other RNZ podcasts. Eyewitness was written and presented by me, Justin Gregory, and engineered by Tony Stamp. Kakite anō. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.